the sun is shining and all of my favorite plant friends are popping up right now. Speaking of plants, what are you growing this year? Do you know? Do you know what kind of medicine will be in your garden? Or are you still trying to figure it out? Totally okay if you're still trying to figure it out. We're all growing and learning on this journey, right? But if you want some help, I do have a family medicine garden guides. It's basically 10 essential herbs that I feel like every mom needs to know and grow in their yard. I give you some growing tips and ways that you can use it as medicine, and it's totally free. So if you want that, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes here for you to grab it and give Get your hands digging in the dirt and growing incredible medicine for you and your family. If you are a woman who's ever just wondered why sometimes you are on it and you can check everything off of your to-do list like the superhero mama that you are... Or you have those days when you're just like, all I want to do is absolutely nothing. And why are you talking to me? And gosh, oh golly, I'm so freaking irritable. Then I think you're really going to appreciate who I have on as a guest today. And I don't usually do two interviews in a row, but I couldn't resist because my guest is Renee Fick, and she has so much insight to offer you as a woman to help you understand how to work with your body in harmony with the ways it runs naturally. So be sure to tune in to this episode. And if you can, join Renee for her upcoming workshop all about syncing your cycle. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Herbalist Path a podcast where you'll discover how to make your own herbal remedies at home so that you can take better care of yourself, better care of your family, and better care of our planet. I'm Mel. I'm a clinical herbalist, environmental educator, and mountain-living mama with this crazy passion for teaching more mamas and their little loves how to use plants as medicine in a safe, effective, and tasty way so that there can be an herbalist in every home again. It's an absolute honor to have you on the journey down the herbalist path with me so that together we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode on the herbalist path. I'm really excited because today I am bringing you a guest that I think is really special for all of us mamas. Because if you've ever noticed, you know, our moods, our days fluctuate. Some days we are on it. Some days we are not. So I wanted to bring in my friend Renee Fick because she has some pretty valuable insight as to why you may or may not be on. So, hey, Renee, thanks for coming on. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I really want to hear just like a little about you and what you do, if you don't mind. 
Yeah. So, well, I'm a mom of three. So my oldest is 11, eight and six. And it was probably the year that my, or it was the year I'm like, probably it was the year that my six-year-old, when I got pregnant with her, that my husband was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And that was a whirlwind of a year between his seizures, having a baby, I was working and really kind of getting to this place of wondering, is this really what life is all about? Like, is this how I want to spend the next like 20 years of my life and then getting to where, like just going to work and hustling and back and forth. And so I started my entrepreneur journey then and would find myself like squeezing. I was working at the children's hospital at the time and I would have like my pump set up on my lunch break and I'd be eating and trying to social media text and post and like doing all these things and just got to a place where I like burnt out doing all of the things all the time. And regardless if you're building a business or not, most moms will feel like they're doing all of the things all the time Mm -hmm. and feeling like there's just never enough time to do it all. And it, it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't seem like it matters like how much you have on your schedule or what you're doing. Like nobody ever feels like they have enough time. And you'll hear those people say like, oh, well, everybody has 24 hours a day. It's just a matter of priorities and like what you're doing with it and whatnot. And it just felt like this struggle. Like I had such a struggle with managing time and feeling that there was never enough time, but I had this dream. I had these goals. I had these things. And eventually I stumbled across learning about how women just function different with time than men do. Mm. And that opened the floodgates to where I'm at now. So I don't know if you want to. I definitely want to talk about that because when you talk about like the time management, I have recently found myself, maybe not recently, but in the past few years been like, oh my gosh, I'm my mom who always said there's not enough minutes in the day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like how you're helping women become more aware of this, like we don't live on the same cycle and system as a man. So how can we schedule our lives differently, you know, and how do we manage that consistent dose of overwhelm and our super high expectations, whether Mm -hmm. they're put on by us in our own brains or by work or family or all the other variables that we have to juggle as moms. Yeah. Well, I would say first off, one of the first things I learned way back when, before I even knew about how bodies, our bodies are different, was I stopped saying I don't have enough time. Because I think that makes such a huge difference, right? If you're saying over and over and over again, I don't have enough time, guess what? You're never going to have enough time. And so if you're always looking for never enough, there will always be never enough. And so I, that was the first thing. And even like looking at like, I never, I try to never say like, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I always say like my plate might be full. I have a lot going on or things of that nature, but like getting out of that frame of mind of not enough time and being busy all the time. And just those two things will help significantly. But two, the second thing, which is what we're really going to talk about is like learning how women operate in this 28 day rhythm versus men being 24 hours and how this really is a very biological thing in the sense that men have testosterone that starts really high in the morning. They have these ebbs and flows throughout the day. They come home from work. They maybe sit in their car for 30 minutes before they come into the house or they go to the toilet with their phone and they sit on the toilet for an hour, right? (laughs) And a half. (laughs) Most men, like most women get it, right? And Mm -hmm. it can be frustrating as women to be like, oh my gosh, like get in here. I've been dealing with the kids all day. Like I need your help. But that's their testosterone has been like 
wiped out. And so they need that little bit of a recharge before they can come in and deal with the chaos of life at home. And so that's their time. And then they're ready to go. But women and well, and then they go to bed and they wake up the next morning and they have a fresh dose of testosterone. But women have estrogen and progesterone that change on a 28-day cycle, not every 24 hours. So as estrogen is like in the first half of your month, that is the time when you feel like you've got lots of energy. You feel really lots of motivation and momentum and you want to get things done and you feel like you're crushing your to-do list. And then progesterone kicks in and it's like, why the heck am I screaming at the kids? Why am I feeling so triggered? Like, I can't do this. Oh my gosh. Like, what the heck is going on? I felt like so great two weeks ago. And this week I feel like I'm a raging lunatic and like what the bleep happened. Like, (laughs) and so you see those two dichotomies of estrogen and progesterone. And oftentimes women just think it's them. Like they're like, they, they don't understand quite that it's a biological thing that's going on, that you're, those two hormones are impacting the way your brain thinks, how you feel, how much energy you have, what foods you're craving, how much sleep you need. Like literally everything in your body is like impacted by these changes. And most women have no clue that they're actually happening. So when you now know, it's going to give you that moment of like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Like that's why I was feeling so productive and feeling so great and feeling so wonderful about getting all these things done. And this week, I just don't have the energy to do it. And it really changes. And so the awareness is one step. And then the second step is like, now I can see this. I can now plan and adjust for it. I wanted to take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast, who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. I love this time of year. It's spring, the sun is shining, and all of our beautiful plant friends are popping up. It's amazing. Unless, of course, you're one of the millions of people who suffer from seasonal allergies. You know, the itchy, watery eyes, the sneezing and wheezing that's straight miserable. Thankfully, there are some amazing herbs that can help you with all of that. Just like the herbs inside of Kick-Ass Allergy from Wish Garden Herbs, one of my absolute favorite herbal companies out there. Kick-Ass Allergy, yes, I said ask without the K at the end. Anyways, this formula has yerba santa, nettles, echinacea for that immune support, and orange peels, all which come together to help dry up those excessive mucosal secretions. Yep, I'm talking about the sniffles and the stuffy nose, the watery eyes, and all that jazz. This blend also acts as a great expectorant and can help ease the swelling and inflammation in those mucosal tissues. It is a top go-to for seasonal allergies. And get this, they combine all those beautiful herbs with glycerin, so it actually tastes pretty darn good. Or should I say it tastes kick-ass without the K at the end. Anyways, if allergy season is miserable for you and you want a natural remedy that actually works for those itchy eyes and being all sneezy and wheezy, you have got to check out Wish Garden Herbs Kick-Ask Allergy. And for those of you with the little kiddos, no sweat, they've got a kick-it allergy too. 
And you pregnant mamas? You don't have to suffer either. They've got a kick-ass allergy formula just for you. So head over to wishgardenherbs.com or check out the link in the show notes and go grab yourself some kick-ass allergy so you can enjoy spring again. Yeah, I think that's so incredibly important to recognize. And it's something that's been suppressed for so many years. Mm-hmm. Because as women, like hysteria was all about women going crazy. But really, yes. it's this natural process and this natural cycle <clears throat> of our life. And if we can give ourselves that time and that blessing honestly, to embrace that, understand it and roll with it, you're going to make so much more profound impact in your days instead of judging yourself Mm -hmm. or being upset with yourself because you're not doing all the superhuman things that you do as a mom for a couple of days out of the month. It's really, really wild. And I want to jump back quickly because you were talking about this this perspective shift on I don't have enough time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm busy. And mm-hmm. as a person recovering from excessive busyitis, that is so valuable. Yeah. I spent like seven years of my life going, oh, sorry, I'm too busy. I'm too busy for friends. I'm too busy for this. I'm too busy for that. That is such a depleting way to go about life. So I really mm-hmm. appreciated that perspective shift that you brought up there. That yeah. Was really great. And, um, and I, I will admit there's still things that like, I, I mean, I have three kids. I run a business. I still work part-time in the NICU. I coach my daughter's soccer team. My son is on soccer. He's like on a competitive soccer team. Like my life, if I were to put it on paper, would be labeled as busy. Like there's so much going on and there's still things that come at me that when I see it, I, I have to turn it down because I don't, have the capacity. Mm -hmm. And that's where I kind of have gotten to this place of understanding that I have a capacity level and that if it exceeds that capacity, it's, it's okay. That just is my boundary of like, that's going to exceed my capacity and I can't do that, but it's no longer this feeling of like, I'm just constantly busy, constantly busy, because that makes you feel like the victim, like things are happening to you. And instead it's no, I've chosen this. So this, I need to either let go of something or I need to rise to the occasion or, you know, whatever. But it's like, you now become the controller of your time and your energy versus feeling like busy is happening to you. Yeah. That's a, that's such a great, Mm -hmm. great, great shift. And it's, like I said, it's what I'm going through and I I'm seeing myself take more of that control and it feels Mm -hmm. great. Like, Oh yes, I'm homeschooling my daughter and I run my own business. I'm letting go of one business that caused me to be too busy all of the time. And like Mm -hmm. leaning into my passion where I can also work around like, okay, now is not the time for me to record a bunch of TikToks because my energy is gone. You know? And I feel very fortunate because my partner is very in tune with these things and very supportive. He's like, oh, <laughs> let me cook extra dinner and let me get you some really great dark chocolate. And like, you know, he's really great in that way. So I feel super fortunate. And I think he was more in tune to it for the first five or six years of our relationship together than I was, mm. <laughs> which is fascinating. That is interesting because even like for me, like this is so much of my business, but my husband and I don't really talk about it too much. I mean, he knows what I do, but like, Mm -hmm. so even the other day he was like, gosh, you've been so like 
and he kind of did this roll his eyes, like eyebrow raise thing. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, <laughs> what is that? You know, like the new TikTok keep going around. That's like, what is it about? Um, if you would just say what you wanted to say, like, oh, yeah, that, what was I, that was, the, that was the moment that I felt like, just say it, like, get it out there anyway. But he was like, well, I just say, and you have been quite irritable and he, something about, it was about launching or my business and stuff. And I was like, or it could be the time of the month. Like, Come on, man. Hello, do you not know together. what I do? <laughs> Put the pieces together. This isn't because I've just been stressed. This is because this is where my hormones are at. Like, yeah. But yeah. So, so how can women start to recognize more what's going on with their bodies and work with that cycle and that flow? Yeah. So I think number one, I would say most women are not tracking and understanding like what's actually happening in their body. And when I have clients come to me, that's oftentimes one of the first things they start to notice is that most women, they will vaguely be able to recall like when they had a period or if they had a period, but they're not really tracking it much at all. So I would say that's the first step is tracking when you have your period and like actually tracking it. Mm -hmm. The other thing to really look for is ovulation. So those two things are kind of like the separators of like the two halves of your month, kind of in a sense, like the big shifts and changes in hormones. And so having that awareness, like oftentimes I've worked with clients who have noticed like they weren't even ovulating at all. And so that was a big contributor to why their bodies were super irregular or there was these weird, they weren't noticing the shifts or, and then being able to dive deeper into how can we help support the body in this more rhythm sort of a way. So I would say tracking those two things, but that's from a very, even just biological standpoint. So I oftentimes recommend that people just start tracking other things. Like what are those big things that you want to have shift and change based on your cycle? So for my clients, a lot of times it's like time management, business related tasks. How can they, you know, focus on the things in their business that are to do's that they need to get done for other women? It's going to be my energy levels and my moods and how I interact with my kids and things like that. So you kind of want to look at like, what are those big goals that you have and start tracking that throughout the month as well and tracking it month to month. So I had one client, I think it was like day seven, every single month, she was feeling the exact same way. And she didn't know that until she started looking at it. It's like, wow, this actually happens every month on day seven. And for me, I noticed this is totally out of there, but like on Facebook memories, I was like, man, I get sick the same week every single year. Like every single year I'm getting sick. And I was like, whether that's habits, like oftentimes it falls like two weeks after her Halloween. So I'm sure it's like a super dose load of sugar. My (laughs) immune system crashes. Yeah. (laughs) But like looking at like, when are these things like these, these rhythms that our body is experiencing that we're not even paying attention to. So I would say that is definitely the first place is like, just start listening to your body, start tracking it, start asking yourself, like, what do I feel today? What does my body actually feel? Because that And I'm sure maybe your audience is different, but I feel like in most of our culture and most of our worlds, we are not focused on actually listening to our bodies. We're Mm. focused on doing to our bodies what other people are telling us we need to do. I think it's really hard to listen to our bodies, Mm -hmm. you know, because of what you just said, we're doing to our bodies what other people tell us to do. And so I think it's just such a gift to 
take the time to listen, mm-hmm. to feel, to embrace, to understand what is going on. And I'm one of those women that does a horrible job tracking. I've recently <laughs> started tracking. I never, in in much of my life, I never really had any hormonal issues that stood out. I always kind of mm-hmm. wondered, like, why are women so crazy? Oh, and now I'm 44 as of this weekend. And, and I'm like, entering into different phases and different situations in life. And I'm like, oh, this is what women deal with on a regular basis. But it doesn't have to be that way. There are so many different varying factors that they can bring into their lives to support our natural rhythms and our Mm -hmm. natural cycles. Do you have any insight on some of like the other natural, other than tracking, um, Mm -hmm. natural lifestyle factors that you can bring into to help yeah. Regulate these different waves. Yeah. Well, I think even just kind of going back to that is like most people we're not really taught. We never really have any desire to know much about our cycles other than if you're getting pregnant or you're navigating through like menopause or those natures. Like those are the the few times that, or you're trying not to get pregnant, but like, those are the few times people are like, Hey, I need to pay attention to this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I want to know more about this. When in reality, it's impacting every single day, but we're just being squashed on what we need to know about that. So for in terms of like looking at how the things you're doing and what things, how your body is being impacted and your cycles impacted, it's like really everything you're doing is impacting your body and your habit or your, um, your cycle. And then what yours, how your cycle is, is impacting you. So it's kind of this symbiotic relationship, right? Your the way you show up is impacting your cycle and how you show up is impacted by your cycle. It's like this back and forth ebb and flow. And so it really can't be isolated down to just like, I focus on this and it's going to change everything. It's kind of this cascade, which I think it's kind of the same way you approach. Like you can't focus on one herb to say like this one thing is going to change X, Y, Z and all the things. It's like looking at the whole body and the whole system as a process. So for me, one of the biggest ones is looking at your sleep Mm -hmm. and how much sleep you get and also honoring that you are not going to sleep the same all month long. That phase when you're in that estrogen dominant phase, you might be staying up really late and waking up super early and running on nothing. Like you might not need to eat at all. And like, you're feeling great. Like, like your body is just going to function so differently than in that phase when your progesterone is dominant, you're going to need more sleep. You're going to feel it. You're going to maybe feel like you're dragging a little bit. And so honoring those two rhythms and allowing for that. The other one that made a big shift for me that I noticed a significant dose of energy is your exercise. Mm -hmm. So your exercise should not be the same throughout the month as well. Like in that estrogen phase, you can do those hardcore workouts. You can do all of those hit like running sorts of exercises. When you hit that progesterone, doing something slower, that's a little bit more restorative, more yoga, more walking, things like that, those sorts of changes. So when you adapt and adjust your lifestyle, and the, the habits you're giving based on where those rhythms are at, that's going to help your body normalize. It's going to help those rhythms say like, okay, this is how we're supposed to function. We're not supposed to be on all the time. You know, like I talk about the Tesla because I live in Southern California. There's Teslas everywhere, <laughs> but a Tesla, like literally think that there's more Teslas on the road than any other car down here, but a Tesla has to charge, right? It goes really incredibly fast 
but it can't go fast forever. It has to be plugged back in. And that's just how you are. Like if you allow yourself to plug in and recharge and have that downtime, you'll become faster and more productive than any man out there when you're in that peak phase, but it's not going to be your peak phase if you're running on fumes. So you really got to make sure that you're balancing and allowing for those downtimes to then be able to operate at your peak those other times. Yeah, I think that is so important. I love the Tesla analogy there too. That's really fantastic. Um, Sleep, exercise. Mm -hmm. We are Mm -hmm. a whole being. Your diet, what Mm -hmm. are you eating? Are you ingesting tons of hormone-filled dairy and meat and whatnot? Or are you focusing on making sure that those foods that you put in your body aren't filled with hazardous chemicals and pesticides and herbicides and things like that. I think that's really, really important. And, and when people do come to me for like herbal questions, they want that one herb, that one Mm -hmm. instant fix. And like what you're saying, there isn't that it's a whole body system and how you sleep impacts the way your brain works and the way your gut works and the way Mm -hmm. your cycle feels like, and your exercise, like all of these things are such big, big, big contributing factors. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's really, really important and easily forgotten because as wonderful as Western medicine is, we're taught to have that instant fix pill, that Mm -hmm. pill that's going to take it all away, whatever your problem is, right? Mm-hmm. But if we can all start to look at ourselves in this big holistic picture, recognize that we are women and we are amazing. We are yeah. superhumans. We build humans. Like that's incredible, right? Yeah. But yet we're not given that time and that grace in our society or any that I know. I mean, I guess there's a few societies that do like embrace women for how amazing and powerful we are. But I think that the more women that open up to understanding we are in a rhythm and a cycle Mm -hmm. and we can embrace that with rhythm and cycle. And you know what? Mm -hmm. We do bleed and we bleed every month. And that's a superpower in and of itself. But we're taught to be so hush hush and ashamed of that for so many years I don't know. I think it's great what you're doing, like opening up this awareness and sharing this and, and embracing it for what it is and learning to live in that rhythm. It's great. It makes a huge difference. And I think, I mean, just culturally, there's so much shame and there's so much stigma around Mm -hmm. our cycles. Like, and even like recently I had somebody, a guy posting and commenting on one of my Instagram posts, you know, <laughs> and I kind of find his, I think it was actually an ad. And I'm like, how did he actually get see? How did he actually see my ad? Because my ads are only run to women. Like, right. I don't know, but that's a whole nother story. But anyway, he was commenting about like, he just kept commenting back and forth and he was actually kosher. It wasn't like he was getting defensive or whatnot, but he made some comment about how, He's like, I understand that women have to put up with and deal with their cycle. And like, like, um, I don't like the whole essence of the comment was like, they just have to deal with this. Like, I understand women have to struggle through this part of their, their life and whatnot. And I'm like, no, 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 sir. Like, this is not women have to just struggle with their menstrual cycles. They actually are very, when they lean into their whole cycle, it becomes their greatest superpower. Like it really becomes like when you embrace it, mm. not as this like, oh, I just have to deal with it for four or five days a month, but you embrace like, hey, 
this part of my month, I'm in my zone. This part of my month, I want to connect with people. And this part of my month, I need to like let go of limiting beliefs, create some space for myself. Like when you really lean into that whole balance, that's I think how women feel balanced. That's why women that's how women can really rise to the top and avoid burnout. That's how women can really show up fully in their life and not feel like they're hustling and exhausted because they're creating the space for the whole rhythm and the whole flow versus trying to operate in that 24 hour rhythm is what I think I really believe is causing women to feel like they're hustling and they burn out and they're feeling exhausted and they feel like they can't manage all the things because they're trying to do all the things all the time without ever having that recharge. And you see a lot of people talking about self-care and you see a lot of people like, oh, take the bubble bath and you do these things. (laughs) But there's there's, it always comes with this layer of guilt, right? Like they're, they're like, it's like, they have to choose to take time away. And then there's this like back of the mind. That's like, no matter what, like they're always feeling a little bit guilty about taking time away versus when it's this biological rhythm that you just say my body, this is what it needs. It's not me. I'm not the one being guilty. I'm not the one that's saying I can't do it. I'm it's like, I'm just recognizing this is where my body's at. I'm going to let, I'm going to let it tell me what to do. It's like it, it eliminates that guilty feeling. And I find so many of my clients that they love that they, they're like, I just have this permission to rest knowing like, it's not me, it's my body. Like my mm-hmm. body's the one that's doing it, you know? And it just changes the game in so many ways. I think it's at a whole nother level of empowerment, mm-hmm. you know, like I am empowered to, embrace this to rock it and roll with it and let me be my best self understanding those rhythms and cycles. Yep. That's so great. I love it. I love it. I love it. You tell me, I know you have something coming up that a lot of my listeners would probably really embrace and enjoy and maybe even need to start understanding that it's okay to be a woman. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Tell me about what you have coming up because it's starting really soon. Yes. Okay. So October 13th, we are kicking off. It is called the cycle to scale training. And I know if you're listening and you're thinking, well, I'm maybe not in business. I don't know if this will apply. Like, hands down, still come to the training. Like I will be talking particularly like how it works in business. Cause a lot of my clients, that's what they're doing, but it's Can I interrupt you really out. quickly. Yes. You're talking about business, but if you are mm-hmm. a mom managing your family yes. as a mom who also has a business, yes. that's managing a business. <laughs> like your family yes. is almost like a business, you know, that's what I, that's I was a lot to say. manage. A lot of it is it's universal information. Like it's stuff that's going to apply to you no matter what. If you don't, if you have a business or don't, if you're working a nine to five, like it doesn't matter. Like all of the things that we're going to talk about are going to apply to your life. So, uh, like if that was one, like you're like, well, that's not me. Like when you look at the page and whatnot, just like still like join us. It'll still be helpful for you. You'll still walk away with so much. So really I'm going to dive into the four phases, kind of what that looks like, why women are struggling and feeling so burnt out on the 24 hour calendar and breaking down each of those phases. So you know, kind of what you should be doing in all of the different times of the month so that you can really balance that and lean into that. Um, so yeah, the day we have, there's going to be three trainings. So day one is on the October 13th. And then the next two will be the following week. It is my favorite, favorite time of the year. Like I love hosting this and I love because so many times like women are like, Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Like, how did I not learn this 20 years ago? And like you said, if you are a woman that has girls, 
for sure you want to be there because this is so valuable to be able to teach your girls and help them learn to embrace their body in a whole new way from the very beginning. It's like you have the opportunity right now to be a legacy changer in the way your girls interact with their body. And if you came from a place of ever having shame or stigma or those embarrassing moments around your cycle, the best thing we can do is help give our kids and our girls the sense of empowerment from the very beginning. So yeah, I agree on that so much because as, as we've been talking, there've been numerous times where I just thought about my mom and I thought about me and, you know, I thought about those generations that did have to live in a way where they had to suppress this kind mm-hmm. of thing. And my mom tried very, very hard to be open with me as I was starting my period as a young girl. And I was completely shamed, not by her by any means, but felt shame and mm-hmm. embarrassment. And I wanted to hide it forever and ever. But if I can let my little girl grow up and understand that that is an absolute superpower and your body mm-hmm. is going to go through these different cycles and rhythms, like how empowering is that for our next yeah. coming generations so that yep. we don't have to be embarrassed about being a woman? Yeah. Well, and so like, like even just talking about that, like right now, statistically, I think it, the statistic I found was that 51% of businesses right now are female led. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I don't think that that's going to change going forward into the future. I think it's going to get more and more. And so looking at your girls and looking at them, that they have big goals and they have big dreams and you probably too have big goals and big dreams and things you want to do in the world to be able to set the tone for the workplace and going forward in the future, like that we can now embody this and embrace this in all aspects of our lives. Like imagine if you worked for a company that let you take off the week of your period, like how awesome would that be? And to just flip the script on like what that looks like, what does the workplace, the work environment, the business, like all of that work and how can we set it up for those girls coming behind us so that they live in a space that honors that to the very core. It's not just like, Hey, we just talk about it and we're okay talking about it, but that it becomes such a pivotal part of their, their world. Yeah. I think that is so important. I had a wonderful woman working with me for a while and she's like, okay, I need to know what your cycle is. So I know what to schedule this and I know what to schedule that. And I was like, this is amazing. Yes. (laughs) Can we have more of this? Yes. I would love to film on my energetic days. And I heard you say that this is your favorite time of year to teach this workshop. I'm imagining it's probably your favorite time of month that you also scheduled it. (laughs) I I try to, but then again, like I said, I've had some health things in the last year that my cycle has not been super regular. And so a couple months ago when I scheduled it, it fit perfect. And then I had one cycle that went wonky and I was like, dang it, I can't reschedule that. Like, what do I do? And I was like, I'm just going to ride with it and hope that like my cycles in between help mellow it out. So we're pretty darn close. I'm a little bit off by a couple of days, but ideally, yes, when you schedule it exactly where you're at, it's like you're glowing, you're feeling fired, you're feeling ready to go. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I I noticed such a dramatic difference for myself. And again, Mm -hmm. I'm just grateful that my partner is so supportive in that way. (laughs) I'll be like, okay, family, for the next two days, I'd like you to not talk to me or touch me. Can yep. we do that? <laughs> like, yep. That'd be great. Um, you know, of course, you order takeout. Right. You, you, yeah, you order takeout. You use paper plates. Like mm-hmm. you, you take it easy. Like do what you can to just yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, and I would like dark chocolate, please. Yes. <laughs> really, really good quality dark chocolate. Thank you very much. Um, I think that is absolutely. It's it's 
again, it just goes back to being a superpower and that incredible amount of empowerment and recognizing and knowing that you can shift the rest of your life around that. We don't Mm -hmm. have to adapt to the male dominated culture that Mm -mm. we have been put into. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So that's coming. Your your training is coming up October 13th. Yes. Yes. That I think we're going to try and make sure this podcast gets out the day before that. It's not. I mean, like when, whenever it comes out, definitely go over and check out. Cause I do have some other resources and things like that, that'll be available like this, a cycle tracker and all kinds of stuff that people can access. Where can they get that? That most, most of that stuff they can find at the cycleadvantage.com. It's the greatest place to find that other places I hang out are like Instagram, TikTok. No, you and I both hang out over there, um, <laughs> but that is just my Renee, name, Renee Fick, at both of those two places. But your last name is spelled F-I-E-C-K yes. because I thought it was Fleck for so long. But- I know. I should have, you know, like when I started my business, I should have just used my maiden name or something because it's always misspelled, but here we are. Yep, right. Learned. Yep. Oh gosh. All the lessons to learn, right? There's yes. so many of them. So, you know, this is the herbalist path. I didn't choose to put my name in it because I had my name in my other business and I felt this weird, uh, insecurity or like I was trying to be some super arrogant person, which I don't think I am. Um, and I didn't <laughs> want other people to think that I am either. Anyways, this is the herbalist path. So of course, I want to ask you if there were one herb that you think every woman should know, especially a woman with a cycle, what would it be? That would be red raspberry leaf. Um, I learned about red raspberry leaf when I was in my final stages of pregnancy and I was like trying to boost up and get ready for, I actually took a lot of herbs in that last little bit for Mm -hmm. my pregnancy, but red raspberry leaf is one that I think is oftentimes under known and underutilized outside of pregnancy, but it's just such a great uterine support. Uh, I don't know. And, and Honestly, I don't tend to get tons of cramps and stuff, but people I do know that use it tend to notice a huge reduction in like cramping and irritability and moods and things like that in terms of just as that cycle progresses. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just such an, and you would be the more expert person, but it's like just (laughs) such a great overarching like women's uterine support herb. Yeah, it really is. It's it's really great to strengthen and tone the entire mm-hmm. uterus and it's incredibly nourishing, which is another way that you can support yourself throughout your cycle. Like right now I'm actually drinking a very strong tea of nettles and red raspberry leaf and vitex and a little Tulsi, which is not my most delicious tea ever. (laughs) Um, But the amount of nutrition it's bringing to my body is really beneficial because I'm at the end of my period right now. And mine have been really heavy lately for all kinds of other issues that we're not going to go into today. Um, but I am depleting myself of a lot of nutrients during Mm -hmm. that time. So having those nettles and that red raspberry leaf on board to help replenish those nutrients and the red raspberry helps to alleviate cramps a bit. The Vitex berry comes in to help regulate and balance hormones. Like there's, I could go on for days Mm -hmm. and talk about that kind of stuff, but I really wanted to hear about just living in our natural rhythm. And it's always a fun question. I love to ask on the show, like what's that number one herb for you and why? So when you take red raspberry leaf, how do you take it? 
in terms of like, I usually like drink it like as a tea. Like a tea. Is it, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. she's- <laughs> when I was pregnant, I, I do remember taking capsules when I was pregnant, but I feel like now I do it more just with the tea. So yeah. this is awesome. This is one reason <laughs> I'm super happy to have you on the show because most of the people that I have here are herbalists, but you come from a very scientific background. And I think that as more people come into the world of herbalism, it's really important to balance like science Mm -hmm. (laughs) with plants, which are science (laughs) and understand that we can bring this Western medicine and this natural medicine kind of world together. And when you start to incorporate them and understand them and, 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 and look at yourself and your life mm-hmm. as a whole big picture. Mm-hmm. That's when your life can be dramatically changed. So yeah. just quick, what is your background and got what how did you get into this space and so into the biology and understanding women's cycles and rhythms? Yeah. And that stuff. So, well, for years, I have been um, an occupational therapist. So particularly in the area of pediatrics. So I worked at the children's hospital for a really long time and which I thought was my dream job and then realized I didn't, didn't, I really wanted to upgrade and ended up in the NICU. So now I'm in the NICU, but it's not at the children's hospital. Another hospital offered me that spot and I was like, I'm taking it. So, um, yeah, I think for me, the big pivot for me in terms of like marrying those two was when I had my own kids. And when I started to look at like how I could create these natural things, how could I really support the body? How could I, you know, fuel my kids from the inside out? Um, that became my journey in kind of marrying some of the the things that I was learning. And I'm not necessarily in the sense of like a doctor or a nurse that's giving and prescribing medications. I'm a therapist that comes from a background of a very like occupational therapy is very, almost very holistic. Like we, we talk about the activities of daily living and we look at like sensory integration. We look at how the, all the different systems of the body kind of work together to be able to support you to be able to do functional tasks. And so I think even just that training in the back of my mind of like, this is what it takes to show up and do these different tasks in this very holistic way kind of made me look at the world in a very like dynamic sort of perspective. Um, and then kind of integrating, like I wanted to, I, I mean, I, I will tell you, I was the hippie at some point where I was like, had my own chickens, my own garden, all cloth diapers, like everything was homemade, natural, like, I mean, to the full extreme. Oh, wait. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I was there and then now I've kind of like, uh, my life is I don't want, I'm not going to say busy. My life was crazy. And so some of it had to kind of slide at some point, but I've kind of found that like happy medium of being able to help support my body and looking at, looking for answers too, that are deeper than like the quick fixes that the medical system will give you. And I mean, being in the medical system, I hear it, I see it, I see it on the daily, these like quick fixes. And oftentimes that comes from people that want quick fixes. So if you really want to get that true healing and whatnot, it takes a little bit of digging deeper. It really does. It really, really does. And thank you for saying that because I feel like I'm oftentimes on a, on an auto repeat of like, it's not just one herb. It's all of these lifestyle factors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think all my mamas listening to this podcast absolutely need to get to 
cycle to scale, right? That's what it's called. Your three day event coming up Mm -hmm. on October 13th. Tell me again, where else everybody can find you if they want to learn more about bringing simplicity, empowerment, and embracing the fact that you are a badass woman into their lives. (laughs) I would say the main place that you can start that would be the greatest like hub central place would be the cycleadvantage.com. Awesome. Yeah. And then Instagram and TikTok all under your name, the cycle advantage. Of course, I will link that in the show notes as well as registration for this upcoming thing. So if my listeners are listening, if they're Mm -hmm. listening after the 13th, but still in that window, will Mm -hmm. they be able to get in on your three-day training still? Yeah. Yeah. So once, if you go to cycle to scale.com, you can register for that training specifically there. Once you're in, you'll be able to get the replay. There's an all access page too. So like if you are watching or you get this after the 13th, you can go in there and there'll be the replay page, the replay page. So you can catch up back on what we're doing. We've got lots of fun prizes and games and things like that, that we're kind of doing inside there. So even if it's past that, uh, it is a limited time training. So the, the, all the replay page and stuff like that will come down. I don't remember what date off the top of my head, the 23rd. So there's like a 10 day window for you to be able to go in there and watch the replays if you want. Awesome. That's so exciting. I can't wait to watch it and to help come up with other great uh, ways to empower my daughter as she gets closer Mm -hmm. and closer to that next step in her life. And yes, let her know how awesome she is because of that. Yeah. I'm right around the corner with that with my daughter. (laughs) Me too. I'm like, I'm not ready. But she might be, well, yeah, physically, (laughs) physically at least. So awesome. Thank you so much, Renee. I think the work that you're doing is amazing. And if more and more women can step into that empowerment and embrace the fact that we are superheroes and that has to do with our cycle, then the better this world will be. Imagine if more women could embrace that and we can take over the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's my evil evil plan is women take over the world and you know do good for all of us very Uh, cool thank you so much for having me it was a pleasure thank you renee have a great day bye thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the herbalist path Being on this journey with you is absolutely incredible. If you dig this episode, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast player and share it with your friends so that together we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. On another note, I must mention that while I know you're getting some good info here, it's important to remember that this podcast is purely for entertainment and educational purposes and is not intended to be a substitute for medical treatment. While the information in this podcast is absolutely relevant, herbs work differently for each person and each condition. That's why I recommend you work with a qualified practitioner, whether that be another herb herbalist, a naturopath, or your doctor. So thank you again. I am truly honored that you're tuning into these episodes and on the path with me to make sure that there's an herbalist in every home again. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends so that we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers. Hey, 
I wanted to take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast, who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. Medicinal mushrooms are all the rage these days, if you didn't know already. And with great reason, because they are powerful medicine that can improve your health and your life in so many different ways, when they're well-made. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff on the market that isn't going to be so effective. And that's why you need to find a brand that you can actually trust. For me, that brand is Whole Sun Wellness. And this is the creation of a brilliant woman and fellow mama, Jamie Bonfiglio. She's an international mushroom educator that has been working in the medicinal mushroom industry for years. And this is when she saw firsthand how many other companies take shortcuts when it comes to their products. And Jamie wasn't having it. She set out to build her company the right way. Whole Sun Wellness is here to raise the industry standards so those crap mushrooms on the market aren't getting into your body or your family's body. Whole Sun Wellness is the first company to test and report nutritional facts for all of their extracts. They go beyond industry standards every step of the way, from sourcing to extraction and final testing. And as the owners of the largest medicinal mushroom farm in the United States, Whole Sun Wellness is taking control of their supply chain for the highest quality and absolute full transparency. They're even the first company to include pure mycelium extract in every single product. So when you're thinking of getting medicinal mushrooms for you and your family, Whole Sun Wellness is exactly the ones you want. Also, be sure to check out their new Mycolites. These are the world's first dissolvable electrolyte tablets. They're featuring functional mushroom extracts that'll give you more energy, more stamina, and recovery as well. And who couldn't use all of that? The other thing is, they are these adorable little mushroom-shaped tablets, and they come in like a little Altoids box, but way cooler than Altoids because they're mycolites. Anyways, head to wholesunwellness.com to grab yourself some mycolites and all of the other functional medicinal mushrooms that you and your family need. And of course, you can grab that link right here in the show notes now. 